Hi, welcome to Nature Within You Yoga, a podcast that explores how yoga intersects with our everyday lives in both simple and profound ways. I'm Patty Premari, a yoga teacher, librarian, and educator living and growing in the beautiful hills of Western Massachusetts. Hi, everyone. I'm joining Patty today. I'm Susan McNamara. I'm also an educator, college professor, and yoga teacher. Today's podcast will explore ways yoga can help us be more aware of and more connected to nature and the natural world. So just recently, I heard a really cool um, report, Susan, and it said that when we spend 120 minutes, that's two hours a week, in nature, it can, and this is like a scientific study that was published in, I believe, Scientific Journal, but it can help lower stress, decrease blood pressure, and reduce risk of several diseases, including asthma, diabetes, allergies, and cardiovascular disease. It also provides a boost, as anybody who spends time out in the woods will know, to our mood and and also um, extends life. Yeah, quite quite interesting, isn't it? (laughs) That's pretty amazing. So I've been spending um, time out in the woods probably for the last 30 years. And it's kind of funny because I grew up in the city. Mm. Like the only plants I saw as a kid were the ones that grew up through the cracks (laughs) and the the sidewalks in Brockton. Yeah. (laughs) And I still like dandelions to this day. (laughs) But... um, I just really feel like, wow, this is kind of revolutionary that now doctors are prescribing time in nature as like a medicine. Mm -hmm. I think it's like such a progressive and, you know, amazing thing to be seeing. I guess we must be on the same page because I was just reading something yesterday and um, in Japan they call it forest bathing. Yeah. I I can't remember what their term for it is, but I saw the same thing. All the things that you said as well as increased levels of attention and concentration, um, immune boost because your your Mm -hmm. natural killer cells get elevated. And what I thought was like even more fascinating with this particular study is they were saying that it also continues to live on weeks after you've um, come out of whatever your time in nature was. So it's not as if, oh, on Friday I go into the woods and then I derive all these benefits, but they're actually long lasting. Right, right. And it is kind of interesting, too, that they were able to put a time period. So they're saying two hours. So if you live in New York City, that might look like Central Park Mm. or another one of New York City's parks. And if you live out here in um, the boondocks of Western Massachusetts, it might mean the little patch of woods behind your house. But I wanted to just kind of put out some like tips that I have learned over the last 30 years. Um, Because to me, sometimes when I go out into the woods and if I'm really present, it almost feels like when I come back that I, I, I just had attended a really awesome yoga class. I just feel great. And at the same time, I feel that my practice of yoga has helped me to learn some ways of being in the woods that allow me to feel that way when I do come back, if that makes sense. 
Yeah, so I think I, the two of them are like sense. symbiotic. It's yeah. a symbi- symbiotic relationship between yoga and nature. Absolutely. I mean, you're just making me think that the first yoga teacher that I ever had, and she would be talking about the different postures like the tree mm-hmm. and the mountain and yeah. frog. <laughs> and, you know, when you start to think about it, so many of the, the asanas, the yoga postures, have names of something in nature. And, you know, one of the things that she would always talk about was the ancient yogis who were, you know, in caves, in the forest, in the desert, were drawing their inspiration from what they were seeing in nature. They were, you know, recognizing that they were nature itself. And then they were reflecting that back by putting their body into different positions. And so I think what you and I experience that the two overlap and and maybe in some places are the same is is what people have known forever basically right right and this is one of those i mean yoga's been around for so long but yet i feel like we need yoga and meditation and all kinds of contemplative practices like forest bathing and just spending time in nature even more today because of this madcap crazy world we live Mm -hmm. in where at any time we could just innocently turn on on the radio and just hear, you know, some shocking news. Mm-hmm. So we need these anecdotes even more um, than we ever have. So if you're just kind of getting started with spending time in nature, I just wanted to go through a couple of things. And one of those things is just being prepared, right? Mm-hmm. So you might be the kind of person who just gets kind of nervous in the woods. Like I know that my sister Paula, who's lived in a city her whole life, when she comes out to visit me, she's always checking with me like, do you know where you're going? And <laughs> this doesn't look familiar. So know where you're going, right? So if it's that little patch of woods behind your house, make sure you know those trails. If you don't, bring a little uh, map or just go someplace you know because in order to get that experience of really coming into communion with nature, you need to feel comfortable. Mm. You don't want to go in there and feel stressed. Yeah, so. I just I get it. I just have to add in on that one. <laughs> no, really, I mean it's such. It seems like so, you know, obvious or simple, but it is such an important point mm-hmm. because if you can't relax and yeah. you're worried about what's going to happen to you out there, you're not going to be able to be present. You're not going to be able to derive the benefits. And I just want to add to what you were saying is to really honor your limits in that like I'm thinking about your sister and so if I'm somebody who hasn't spent a lot of time out in the natural world to really honor that part like I remember when we first moved out here and we moved out you know where we live and we're way out thousands of acres (laughs) and it was beautiful and it was so overwhelming for me that I couldn't I think it was a good year before I would actually go into the woods and before that I would only walk the road because it just felt too and I can't even tell you what I was necessarily afraid of but I just felt if felt so foreign to me and so overwhelming and I think it was just such an important thing that I gave myself that time period to be outside but to be in a place that just felt more manageable to me I guess is the way I would describe it and you were still getting that nature 100% because you were in the trees Um, and so if if we want to have that relaxation feeling then we really have to feel safe right? It comes down to safety. It, it might mean you want to bring a bottle of water with you. It might mean that you want to bring your cell, cell phone with you. But if you do bring your cell phone with you, um, just make sure you turn it off. 
It's great to have a cell phone with you when you're out there. It's your clock. It's your um, camera if you see something you want to take a picture of. Um, but do turn it off because you don't want to be interrupted. You know, think about this as your time to really, really connect with the natural world. Mm. And, I, and I think, you know, you're making me think, too, that, um, you know, that's not going to be easy for all of us, right? Mm -hmm. That we're so used to sometimes either having that on or going or even mediating our experiences through that we're going to kind of capture something by taking a picture of it. And so I, I would really add, I think that's such a an important thing to have it with you if you feel as though you need it, but to see what it would be like to take a little break from it and yeah. to see what it would be like to feel what the animals look like yeah or see what things look like as opposed to that knee jerk I'm gonna you know take this picture so I can post it or something because right. I feel like what you're talking about and for you to get the benefits that you're talking about mm -hmm. you have to be willing to suspend that yeah. part of things right. for a bit it's like when you go into a yoga class you turn your phone off you leave <laughs> it out in the hall <laughs> otherwise <laughs> I, I, I've had experiences at a as a teacher when a student's phone went off not once but twice during the class oh, yeah. and the other students just get really really annoyed well because it, it breaks the mode right because that's yeah. why we go to yoga class or but well, that's why we go into the woods, because we're looking to have an experience different than mm -hmm. what we have all the time with, with, yeah. with people's phones going off or whatever. Yeah. So that brings me to the next thing. So I'm a person who loves to go on walks with my girlfriends mm. or go on hikes with like big groups of people. And um, oftentimes, if I go on a walk with a good friend, we'll just chat the whole time. And I'm still, I know, getting some benefits from being out in nature. But if we really want to have those experiences where we come into communion mm. with the trees and really notice what's going on, we kind of have to do it, go it alone or with at least with somebody that we can be a little quiet with, somebody who's, you know, will take some time uh, during the time in the woods to really also get the benefit. It's not saying that you have to go alone, but be picky. Be really picky about, Absolutely. you know, who you're spending time with, if that's what kind of experience you want to have. Yeah. And not like, you know, I hear you saying it's not like you're making a rule or anything, but that idea, too, of um, dropping into silence with somebody. I mm. mean, personally, mm -hmm. I, I find that there's nothing better than that when you feel so at home in yourself and with somebody else that you can be quiet in the woods. It feels it really feels sacred. It feels so healing in a certain kind of a way that I just don't think we get any yeah. anywhere else. Yeah. And it's not saying that every single walk has to be like no. that. But if every now and then you want to have that experience, it's just so lovely. Like mm -hmm. I've become friends with my little patch of woods, you might say, because I've lived in the same house for um, 23 years. Mm. And I've taken thousands of walks in my woods so I, I like know where every tree is and I'm not afraid to be out there by myself and I've been lucky enough to just really really have so many like deep experiences because when I'm alone out there I'm paying more attention to um, not just what I'm seeing but what I'm hearing mm. And all of the different layers of sound, like when you really listen, you'll hear, you know, the surface layer of sound, 
And then you'll hear something deeper underneath that. And just all of these layers, you know, birds chirping, insects humming. Mm. Um, it's just really kind of amazing. And bringing that sense, too, of curiosity, like, you know, because we're being so mindful about it and so intentional about it, we start to notice things that we wouldn't have noticed if we weren't paying that much attention. You mm. might see like a special feather, like on my, just on the entrance to my hike the other day, it was so cool. I looked down and I just saw this beautiful little blue feather. And it was just like this little welcome to the forest mm. <laughs> sign. It was just really, really cool. And I don't know if I would have even noticed it had I been with like a, a group. Yeah, and I feel like it's so interesting because, you know, just a moment ago, we're not even in the woods, but <laughs> your description of being in the woods and the sounds and the lairs and the lairs, mm. I literally felt my nervous system just dropping down, just even mm -hmm. evoking those images. Yeah. And so I feel like I'm, I know it's certainly my experience, but I feel like I'm hearing the same thing from you. So I know that you're talking about deriving a lot with hearing and listening, you know, the woods and what's around you. But I also feel like what are the personal reasons that take you into the woods? Like what do you what happens for you, Patty Mari, like your mind, your emotions, all of that when you go out and you spend your time in the woods? I come back feeling just renewed somehow. Like I, I felt the other day when I went out. I just had this just thought come into my head that, wow, I'm entering the dominion of the trees here. Mm. This is not the human dominion. These trees, they have a community. This, I, it was so just obvious, and this is also ba backed up by science, that trees have hierarchies and they communicate via their yeah. root systems. Um, I just felt it, you know, because I just opened myself up to it and... You know, I was just in that place, yeah. allowing myself to really, truly experience it. And I know that when I go home, I always just feel good. Yeah. And you're getting exercise, too. You know, that's the other part of it. You know, you're getting that sense of sure-footedness. You know, I think it's also very confidence-boosting to be able to handle yourself for, you know, on a path Absolutely. That's not man-made. It's not mm -hmm. something we can control mm -hmm. and we can manage. And you're also making me think, you know, one of my experiences, and I feel like I'm just hearing it in, in all the words that you're using when you're talking about like the dominion of the trees is that sense too where it's a lot sometimes to be a human being, yeah. you know, right? All the things that are going on in the world, the thoughts we're having, relationships, feelings, just everything. And my experience is, is that Sometimes the house isn't big enough to hold all of that. Sometimes my own head isn't big enough to hold yeah. all of that, right? And so <laughs> when I get into the woods, that is my experience, is that there is something bigger than me that is holding me and allows me to leave behind or process. And, and, I, and I have the same experience with you, whether I'm in the woods and I'm freezing because it's 20 below or I'm getting bitten up by bugs, even though I might not always be necessarily physically comfortable, I'm always better when I come back from the walk. Yeah. Always. Always better. Yeah. The fresh air, the, mm. you know, the sun or the cold. It's, you know, I think that it, it brings us a little closer to who we truly are. Yeah. And, um, the other thing, too, that I just want to put out there is that, you know, just to be curious and playful 
about what's happening. Like, <laughs> you know, the birds will caw, you know, the, there might be a crow. And oftentimes I'll just, I'll, I'll just greet the birds. Hello, you know, or I might sing or I might have fun, um, you know, hopping from rock to rock. But I am having fun out there and I am being curious out there. It's, it brings out a little bit of the child within, I think. Mm. And so we're sort of coming to the end of this podcast. And um, was there anything else you wanted to add, Susan, before we wrap this this one uh, up? Just the fact that I'm, you know, my mind has got all these other thoughts about <laughs> this topic right now. I and, know. Um, and again, I think it's just one of those things that, you know, we can certainly talk about it till, you know, the cows come home. But truly, until you get out there, um, I, and, I, and I know that in this culture, we love to quantify things. And mm -hmm. I think that that's great. Yeah. And I also know that someone also who turns to the woods, there's so many intangibles. It's different every single time. And I feel like I could link it to so many things in my life. Like we could really talk about this for hours. Yeah. Well, I'm really happy that somebody did quantify it in this case because I think this could help a lot of people just feel more connected to nature and the natural world. And I think when we do come into that kind of a relationship, then we're more we're more apt to and able to help protect it because yeah. um, the earth does really need our help right now. And as always, thanks for listening in today. Please visit us often to hear how yoga can benefit your life in both ordinary and extraordinary ways. You can find out more about this topic and other yoga-related topics at Nature Within You Yoga or try pattypraymariyoga.com, P-A-T-I-P-R-A-Y-M-A-R-I-Yoga.com. Namaste, everybody. Namaste.